in the steering team for another week we're at episode 98 um of course you're joined by myself phil my good mate drew um unfortunately kent can't be with us this week he uh, hasn't passed go and he's been sent directly to jail uh anyway on with the show mr drew how are you i am rather well thank you mr phil how are you oh quite well thank you quite well still in the land of I don't know, the Vikings, uh, way up in the north, in Norway, of course. Um, but very, very, very happy to be here this week, because of course we're talking about board games, um, hence the reason why Old Mate's not here. Um, yeah, we're talking about board games, and all the things that go with them, the uh, out-and-out, all-in-family uh, wars and fights, um, as well as the laughter, the joy, the victories, and the losses. Board and games. everything in between. <laughs> Absolutely everything in between. Yeah. Uh, board games. Board games. Uh, everything, I guess. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's continue. Board games. Well, exactly. Where, where do we start? Do we start at uh, beauty pageants What's... one? Do we do we start at passing go? Do we part uh, pass by um, uh, different words on the scrubble board? You know, cracking. Um, the code and becoming the mastermind, sinking the battleship, um, you know, going up the snake, uh, sorry, going up the ladder or dropping down the snake. Uh, do we go for guessing who, um, guessing who finding ourselves in trouble, connecting um, for, connecting for uh, uh, who done it? You know, wh- wh- where where do we start with this board game topic? It's kind of endless. What's, what's your uh, okay? Okay, I I think I have an idea of where to start. What's your earliest memory of playing board games? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, probably we had a game called, I don't know if it still is called, called Trouble, but the game yep. that, that comes to mind is Trouble, where yep. it has the dice in the middle in the little glass dome and you press and it pops and it makes the dice roll. Yep. Um, and you, it's, it, it can be a four player game. You all, you start with your four characters or four little tokens, hmm. um, kind of in a, a, a loading bay, I guess. And then you, with each dice roll one to four you get to move that one out <clears throat> of the thing and then you roll the dice to see if you can track it all the way around the, the, the game board and the first one home wins, basically. And if you land on someone else's um, piece, they get sent back to the start. Now, yep. this dates back to my... This is this is real early childhood for me and we didn't have... I remember we didn't have the, the box for the game. We just had the board... And the pieces were just assorted in this random kind of coloured games tub that we had, and you had to go fishing for the pieces. Um, yeah. But it, but it was that. I, th- I think it was that. It was also Uno. I mean, Uno's not a board game, but it kind of is that sort of fun kind it's, of it's a game. card game. Yeah. Um, and we had the the cards kind of assorted randomly, and they're not in any sort of bunch. So I yeah, think- I think Trouble was my earliest kind of memory of, of board games. We'll do, we'll do another episode just for card games because there mm. are enough to warrant an hour of our discussion, I think. Certainly but, are. Yeah, Trouble. What a, what a great first memory of games. 
Well, it was funny because um, yeah. even if you weren't playing the game, it's the satisfaction of popping that thing, have it go like click. And so, you know, even if we weren't playing the game, you just sit there with the board, just, just cracking that, that yeah. pop thing in there, that basic jam jar lid in the middle there to, to get the dice to roll. Very satisfying. Yeah, it's a great game. Um, and it was colorful and it was friendly and it was fun and it was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. And it also wasn't, you know, bored in the sense that it wasn't cardboard or something like that. It was, strangely enough, it was just a plastic molded board. I do also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was a board game. Um, I, I can also remember playing... We had Cluedo, but I had absolutely no idea how to play it at all. And in fact, I still struggle with it. I yeah. still have no real idea how to play Cluedo. Um, and then also, um, there was Monopoly. I'd never played it. I'd heard of it. I knew of it. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't have the game, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, as kind of I started getting older, my sisters and stuff got, you know, Junior Scrabble, a game called Number Quest as well and yeah. uh yeah yeah just and junior mastermind as well um i've never actually played full mastermind just junior mastermind but uh, nonetheless yeah but that's my earliest memories of board games yourself drew oh man um i'm trying to think about it I th- i've narrowed it down to three three mm-hmm. maybe four three and a half let's say three and a half so mm-hmm. one of them was monopoly um uh, mum and dad had had a very old copy of monopoly back when the board folded in half not into four like it does now yeah it was the proper longer box not the short yeah, box not the square yeah. and it was very very it had the back of the board was blue and it actually had parker brothers <coughs> written on it yeah in the perfect. old so proper original the, board yeah old parker brothers logo which was quite nice not, not yeah not cardboard um, anymore and we had Scrabble as well. I think I preferred Monopoly over Scrabble at the time. Like it just, I mm-hmm. I enjoyed it more. But but we used to play it, and this is I must have been three, four, five, six around that because it was before my sister was born. So right, I remember yeah. playing that a lot. Uh, I also remember we used to go away to stay at a cottage up in Port Stephens, and there was always Trivial Pursuit there, which was. Just, of course. It, it baffled me so much at the time, but it was always interesting because I'd learn cool things off the cards. Yeah. And then the you third... You had the, the green classic edition? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so did we. Yeah, I remember that. I completely forgot about that. Oh, I didn't forget about it, but I forgot that that was such an early memory for me. The original Trivial Pursuit. And then mm. the third one for me was going to my grandparents' house, you know, we'd, we'd be over there all the time, but they would have a little board game of Ludo. Ludo, Ludo. is... Ludo is Trouble, but it's the original version of Trouble, minus a popping mm. plastic framework. <laughs> Tr- trouble, or what was the knockoff of Trouble? Agitation. They were... Um, they in in themselves were just this modified version of Ludo. Ludo mm-hmm. functions as you have a board that you travel around and there's mm-hmm. the four corners where your four pieces are. And other, other than that, it plays out exactly the same way. You just have to work your way around the board and get back home again. Yeah, right. It's that, <clears throat> it's that uh, run home, basically. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> 
but yeah, they had this this miniature version that we would unfold. Um, aside from that, maybe I don't know. I learned how to play chess at a very early age. Well, yeah, it's funny you say that. I was going to mention chess. I remember we didn't really have a chess board, but because Dad was a graphic designer, um, and my and my grandfather from Norway used to come over um, every couple of years, um, yeah. and I remember Dad had on basically on architecture paper basically or, or drawing paper um had drawn out this really detailed version of a sketch of a uh, chess board um, we had the pieces we just didn't have the board so i remember learning chess or watching my grandfather play chess on that chess board wow. and yeah and and yeah and i wish i i wish i kind of stuck with chess because it's such an interesting game you know on this on this adventure that i've been on I've, a couple of times i've opened up chess on my my laptop and had a crack at it and just been had completely forgotten what moves each piece can make, um, yeah. which is a bit sad. Um, That's all right. I, That's I something you can I, regain. Yeah. Well, exactly. And chess is such a fascinating game. You know, a friend of mine, um, well, a friend of yours too, Corey, he, yeah. he plays chess still. He's really good at chess, which is fascinating. Is he, he really? He's his father all the time. Yeah, he's really good at chess. So I'd um, love to play him at a yeah, game. It, exactly. It's a fascinating game. It's a fun game. And... And what's interesting as well is that <clears throat> when you play chess, when you think about the the names of the pieces and the amount of, of moves they can make, you know, you think back to what this game represented way back when and, and the significance of the pieces and, and what they can do and their roles as well. It's really interesting to think about chess. And I can't exactly. help but think about it every single time I play it. Mm. Um, it's, it's fascinating. Um, it is. Well, turning to Trivial Pursuit as well, I, I, I can absolutely remember early on, you know, sitting there with my parents and, and um, you know, family friends or relatives that were over and then playing Trivial Pursuit and, you know, them kindly letting us kids be involved, I guess, and, and kind of saying, yeah, you're playing too, having absolutely no idea the answers to any of the things. But I really enjoyed reading out the questions. It almost made you feel like Eddie Maguire in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire kind of thing. Um, yes. That was always fun <laughs> doing that. Mm. <clears throat> now that's and, and, a board game to get. <laughs> yeah, 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 the millionaire board game. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, from there, though, it's funny. As big a thing as board games are, and and the memories that you have with board games, board games themselves started to slip away from me. Not in the sense that I didn't, that I lost interest in them, just that I didn't play so many of them for so long. Um, you know, there'd be there'd be situations like throughout school when like there'd be a rainy day or something like that, and you'd have access yeah. to the classrooms during lunch and stuff like that. You were able to play things like Connect Four that might have been in the classroom, or or even um, not even Number Quest or Scrabble, but but just I guess playing with the the kind of hundred thousands and ones blocks instead. They're not board games, but nonetheless, you'd be able to. You'd, you'd always fight over Connect Four because it's the the most enjoyable game, or think something like Guess Who. Um, but but besides that, board games didn't have much involvement with them, which is really sad because I've always enjoyed them. Uh, one memory I do have is it's not so much of a board game, more of a game. It was called Dictionary. Um, basically, you had a dictionary and then everyone... It's a little bit like Pictionary, but... but uh, uh, what was it? it it's like right. Pictionary and it's like... Uh, I think it's... I can't remember its name. It's like Shamozzle or something like that. Some some sort of Boulder Dash. That's what it was. Shamozzle. Oh yeah. Boulder Dash. Yeah. yeah. Where where basically we had a yeah we had a diary. Uh, so a, a a dictionary. Um, someone would read out 
the meaning of, oh, sorry, someone would read out a word, that person would then write down the real meaning of the word, everyone would write down their made-up meaning of the word, these would get handed back to the person who read out the, the word, um, then they'd read out, uh, they'd jumble the, the different meanings up, read them out, and you'd get a point if you voted for um, the real one, you'd also get a point if people voted for your meaning, thinking that was the real one, you had to basically vote on what you thought was the real meaning. And that was a very fun game, and, and that is a, a, a big memory of mine for, I guess, board game-esque kind of things, um, because it, it that was when I was about 11 or 12, and that kind of reignited my interest in board games and love of yeah. competition, and also desire to have board game nights, because it was so nice to just have... It was such a spontaneous moment. We're at a friend's place for dinner, <clears throat> and for this spontaneous idea of let's play a game, sure, let's do this, to have so many people there and have such a good time doing it, uh, we just went on for hours and hours, and I never wanted that feeling to end. And that's what board games do, and that's that's kind of <clears throat> why, despite the fact that I haven't had this consistent run of playing board games every Saturday night for the last 20 years, but I've had this constant interaction, which just brings you joy and, and kind of togetherness with people. Hmm. There's something about having those games about that... I, I love, for me, it's nostalgic for childhood, but the very concept mm. of it is nostalgic for a time where entertainment was far more simple and far more inclusive. And yeah, it, it required, it, it also required, it required people to have the, the it fun. It does. You know, it does. It wasn't and, fun on your own. And you can't, I, I love the fact that you can't just have your phone out while you're doing one of these games. You need to mm -hmm. be paying attention to what you're doing. There's a strategy involved, but there's also, you might pick up the answer from somewhere else. <clears throat> and also, it's just hilarious. It's good fun. Mm. Makes it really is. And there's so many different games out there, and we grew up with some absolute crackers, but, you know, between Trivial Pursuit and Monopoly and Scrabble, and hell, I'm even going to add Twister onto there, because the, um, the Playboard... Is a board. Yeah, where you it's spin, a board, definitely it's a board. You spin off the board, even though you unraveled the mat. Um, <laughs> but there's still a board with a spinny thing involved. There's still counts. a board, and <clears throat> you know, I I always loved seeing when when the game shows on television were getting turned into board games. The one I Wheel always wanted to get was Wheel of Fortune. I know, I never got it, but I always wanted it. We're gonna always have to hunt wanted it down. That I think so. I think so. Make sure we get an Australian one too, not not an American one with Pat Sajak. No, I want an Australian one with Rob on it. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Pre uh, Larry Emder hosting it. Yeah. I think. No, Larry yeah. can stick to the prices, right? Exactly. Oh. Um, what What's funny about board games? Well, not funny, but but what's nice about board games as well is that so throughout a lot of my childhood and even into my adult years, we used to go camping as a family with family friends as well. Um, <clears throat> family and family friends. So there'd be a big group of us, up to 20 people at a time um, wow. going camping, which would be fantastic. Yeah, it was lovely. And yeah. what was nice is that we'd often play board games while we're there because it's something to do. And again, it, when you're with people, there's no point being on your phone there. You're meant to kind of, you're Interact. in nature, you're meant to kind of, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and one of the games we played was a game called Articulate. Yeah. Articulate. Uh, which is trivial, trivial pursuit esque, but also basically trivial pursuit mixed with charades. Um, that sounds uh, well, amazing. Yeah, it, in the sense that it, you don't act it out. It's it's purely you have to articulate 
a description or something without using the words or sounds like words. So you're having to describe something without being able to say the word. And it's such a challenge. It's, it's so much harder than you think it is. And that's so much fun. Again, we've played Boulder Dash, which is basically um, like the game Dictionary or Pictionary. But it's, again, you describe, there's a, yep. there's a word on there or a name of someone. And then you write down what you think it is. It could be a movie. And therefore, you have to write a little blurb for the movie. Um, mm. Or, you know, something like that, which is a fantastically fun game. It's an amazing game. Um, Monopoly didn't get played very much at camping. I think it's because we didn't want want people to hate each other. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. good for that. Yeah, it, it certainly is, and that's why I refuse to play it anymore. Uh, I'm actually officially retired. No. Yeah, I'm retired because I'm on a three game winning streak, and I don't know what that game that streak to end. Three game that, winning streak over who, and out. Who's that with though? With the family or? Uh, lots or of people, different friend? groups. Oh, damn. Uh, one game with my sisters. One game with. Uh, my good friend Joey, and then I think the third one was, yeah, family again. Yeah, three uh, game industry. We're going to have to come up with other games. I have some interesting ones. What have I got? I've got the Thank God You're Here board game. Oh, really? I do. Fascinating. I do. How does it work? Do you remember? I, I do. You're given, um, you're given your scenarios to to go through with and then you have to act out the scenarios based on the cards you get but you still have right. to travel around the board as you do it right okay it's a weird, have you ever played meaning one. of life or life yeah the game of life yeah that one yeah, yeah. i've never played it ever. yeah i played, played it years ago it, it's an odd one uh it's very popular but i i don't know i didn't play it enough to really remember all the bits and bobs to it. Mm. For me, I I played the staples a lot, and I also had seen it, which, as you can imagine... Oh, seen it, of course. I, I would have played to death, and I did. Yeah, I think you'd be quite good at seeing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, especially in particular, you're quite good at the James Bond seen it. I, I, I am. I've, I've had a very rousing few games of that over the years with, um, with some friends. I don't actually have a copy of the game itself, though. I have, funny. Just... I have regular seen it, and I have Star Trek seen it. Right. See, I've only even played regular seen it, I think. Oh, no, I've played one other one. Was it Harry Potter seen it? No, I don't there know. Is I a Harry Potter one. Seen it. There's a Harry Potter one. Yeah, I may one. have played the two of them. Yeah. I'd like a Disney one. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fascinating. Even a Marvel Cinematic Universe one as well would be quite fun. But um... It would. I, I think they've got to find a way to revolutionize Scene It because no one's really rushing out for the DVD board game anymore. But there'd be a no way. No one's to... rushing out. No one's rushing out for many board games anymore, which is really sad. I can yeah. say, though, that we've. Sarah and I on this World Whirlwind Adventure have definitely contributed, though, because, of course, when we were in Fort Worth, we went to a Walmart and bought Connect Four. So we do own a board, uh, well, a Connect Four, and it's right here next to me, in fact. Um, Jolly good. Yeah, we had to throw away the box, but we've at least got the, the game itself, which is good fun. Um, so we're contributing. Another fun thing is on this adventure is here in Norway, uh, or in fact in the UK to start with, um, we had a, a, a game of Scrabble with Sarah's grandfather, her sister, her sister's boyfriend, and her mother. Um, Sarah and I, because we didn't have enough kind of plaques, plaques to go around, 
we teamed up and we came last, in fact, as a team. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, we're not very good at it. And that was, in fact, the first time I've played adult Scrabble. And uh, yeah, didn't like it at all because I lost comprehensively. Um, I can say now, though, Sarah and I then, as you as you saw on Instagram, Drew, uh, we played Scrabble while here in Norway, just Sarah and I. And uh, unfortunately, it's in Norwegian. So because it doesn't use the exactly the same alphabet, it's got some interesting characters in there. Um, it's meant that some of the words have very strange values as well. Uh, there's not many vowels in there. There's a lot of K's and F's and I's in there. Um, there's a lot of like O with a line through it and what looks like a capital A and a capital E kind of welded together. So yeah, it's made it yeah. quite difficult. And especially when, you know, letters like <laughs> B and O with a line through it are worth like eight points. And then you have, you know, like a P worth one point and it's like, what the how the hell do you so it's been really difficult trying to keep track of scores in that game uh we didn't do too oh, well dear. let's be honest we didn't end up finishing it because it just became a bit of a mess and a joke and impossible we ended up with i think we still had you know what felt like a quarter of the letters left yeah. in the bag and in front of us we had letters oh, that were man. you know <laughs> b k o <coughs> f i j it's just like, well, how the hell do you make anything with these letters? So yeah, it didn't go too well. I've sadly. I've I've got an odd one for you. Mm -hmm. I have a board game copy of Words with Friends. Scrabble? Yeah. Words with friends though. Why is that a thing? It's a it's a legitimate thing. The creators of Words with Friends made a physical copy of of the game. I thought Words with Friends was just the cheap, like, iPhone... It's the digital version of Scrabble. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just the app version of Scrabble without paying royalties to Scrabble. Yeah, it is. And, it's, and it actually is more popular than Scrabble on as far as apps go, because Scrabble have their own app. You can play Scrabble online. But more people go for words with friends, but they made a physical of board game yeah. of it, and I have it, <laughs> and it's got Drew, the yellow tiles you... and everything. <laughs> Drew, why didn't you get Scrabble? I have Scrabble as well. <laughs> well why didn't you get? Why do you have both? Well, we had Scrabble for the house. Words with friends is mine. <laughs> it's okay. so good. Fair enough, I guess. It's the fact that it exists makes me laugh so being able to have it makes me <laughs> laugh even more <laughs> yeah well i guess it's i guess board games are all about entertainment so there you go but it's sheer ridiculousness the fact that yeah it, it is ridiculous exists but i'm so glad i have it <laughs> um you got the you got the 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 app knockoff of scrabble in scrabble form yes <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> well done uh, did you ever get any um, puzzle style board games, like 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 real thinking ones? Did you ever play them at school or at home or anything like that? No, not really. What 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 do you mean? What? So do you have an example? I do. Uh, I've I've got this game called Pylos, where 
it's a board right. and there's a set of black balls and a set of white balls and the balls stack up like a pyramid on the oh, board. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had one of those. I had one of those. Yeah, and whoever um, gets to the top wins. Uh, we, I had it in the sense that it wasn't... See, it, no. Okay, I, I didn't have exactly something like that, which was more board game. I just had more puzzle-esque like that, which was basically balls, some stuck together, some on their own, and you had to arrange it in, in a, a pyramid, basically. Um, and actually, fun fact about that, once uh, my good friend Joey... Every single time he used to come over, he always used to have a go at this. And he doesn't exactly seem like the sort of guy that would, like, get stuck into puzzles. I'm not saying... I don't mean that. He just doesn't seem like the sort of guy that would be, you know, have the time for, for puzzles like that. But he'd always come over and he'd always just have a go at it and just sit there quietly and, and have a crack at it. And it was interesting to watch him just trying to work this thing out because I'd never been able to do it. And then <sighs> this just shows I'm a total arsehole. He finally did it once and he, he completed it and he picked it up and went, Yes! I did it, and then I just knocked it out of his hand, and it hit the floor, and it, <laughs> and it didn't, it was, and he why, was just shocked. Why totally am I not shocked. surprised? Just, yeah, exactly. It's not funny at all, but it's also hilarious. Oh, Poor kid. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, hilarious. So you said that you, you never got Cluedo, or you never played no, I never, it much? Never understood it. Okay. Never understood it very well. I've I played it. We played it a couple of times, especially as children. We played it um, with adults and also just on our own. But yeah, I never quite understood how the hell it worked. You know, we had the proper board with the house and the kind of um, the, the, yeah. the floor plan of the house kind of thing. Yep. Um, but I never understood how to move around and right, who knew okay. exactly where where who knew where the murder was done. No one kind of. I just yeah. I never really got it. I think because it, obviously it works by process of elimination, mm-hmm. but I think the fact that it's an equal amount of operating the board and the cards, I think that that adds would it tr- yeah quite and, an element and look, to it. Well, I th- look, I reckon I was able to play it, but the fact that there were so many elements to it makes it hard to remember being able to play it. Um, like I, 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 I think I would have gotten it because I remember playing it. Um, and yeah. playing it properly. Um, but I just, yeah, because there's so many different elements, the cards and the board itself and how, and understanding how it all works, thinking back, like trying to think of my memory of playing it. Cause I can't remember the rules. I can't remember how it went. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, yeah. it's a complicated game, but it, what I love is that a game like that exists and it's such an old game as well. It is. You just think about like, yeah, you just think about like, wow, like. Someone took the time to think of this and make this, and it's just been enjoyed by so many people for so long. It's it's old enough that it had a movie made about it in Jesus 1985. Jeez. They Jesus made a movie. pretty old. So Clu- Cluedo is actually only called Cluedo in some countries. In America, it's, it's clue, just called Clue. It? Yeah. Why, why is that? It's almost the Where's Wally thing. We have it as Wally. America has it as Waldo. Yeah. They have it as Clue. We have it as Cluedo. I, I, I don't get it at all. But, yeah, Clue, the movie, came out in 1985. Six guests are anonymously invited to a strange mansion for dinner, but after their host is killed, they must cooperate with the staff to identify the murderer as the bodies pile up. 
So basically a murder on the Orient Express, but in a house. Essentially. Had Eileen... And also murder yeah. mystery. Yeah. Whatever it is on Netflix. Yeah. It had Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Martin Mull. Christopher like, Lloyd? Yeah. And Tim Curry. Wow. Together. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd wow. play, played, profess- played Professor Plum. <laughs> That's good. I like that. And the movie, they shot six different endings or something to the film. And if I remember correctly from what I've read about it, when they sent it to cinemas, they sent the different endings to different cinemas. That's fantastic. Yes, that's that's the coolest thing. So no one got a straight answer to the end of the movie. Yeah, I love that. Yes, that is how so do, clever. Of course, it only works... Yeah. It only works back then. It doesn't work anymore to do that. But that would be fantastic. I've Imagine going on, home and talking about it with your friends. I've got it on DVD, and and it actually has all the different endings on the on the disc. That's cool. So you've been able to see them all. I don't know if you can choose. Well, here's the thing. I have it on disc. But I've never actually watched it. <laughs> oh, Drew. I know. You need to report back for us. I will report. Watch it. Back. And report back. I will. That is. That's my fantastic, intention. though. What a what a clever idea, though. Ugh. It is See, I appreciate cracker, that they, isn't it? Yeah, I appreciate the fact that... So, normally... I mean, look at things like Battleship, you know, a movie based on a board game. Yeah. What an... Personally, what an absolute disaster that is. Um, but what a clever idea this was, the fact that it was a movie, basically what could have been scheme, uh, seen as an early form of money-making scheme, basing it around something like a board game. Mm. Um but they took that's a lot of effort that's a lot of effort and a lot of thought went into that i appreciate that yeah. a lot yeah so in in keeping with the nature of the board game the theatrical release included three possible endings with different theaters receiving one of the three endings in the film's home fantastic. video release all three endings were included that's fantastic uh they're also remaking it or 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 them they're making another mm. movie of the game that will um, that will star Ryan Reynolds, who I believe is working as a producer on it as well. Really? And it's being written it's... by the guys that wrote Deadpool. Oh, what the hell? How the hell? Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who also what made Zombieland. What a sick world this is going to be. Yeah, there's going to be a sick, twisted version of Clue. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's. I like that it's still relevant somehow. The film. Yeah. It's exciting. I appreciate that. But I like um, the fact that this board game just had this kind of lasting effect like that. And you know, they, yeah. A few, a f- there's been a few board games that have adapted to film, uh, or, and there's a few more that are on the way. Things like Monopoly, definitely are on their way. Is there is there a Monopoly movie coming? They're working on it. Jesus Christ! It could be interesting. Um, well, there's apps. There's Angry Birds, which is a film. There's I, I like the fact that Jumanji was a, a film, then became a board game. Yes, um, you can of, buy it. Work the other you way. can buy the board game at Kmart. Mm, I like that it worked the other way. That's, I yeah. find that fantastic. And um, it's interesting that you can kind of make a career out of making board games. Well, if you come up with a concept for for a board game, you can send the idea to to Parker Brothers, and you can receive royalties if yeah. they uh, they choose it. You get money for the idea. But then you will will receive royalties for the board game as well, which would be 
fantastic. Sarah actually came up with a, an idea for a board game. She had to for um, her yeah. design uh, class. And uh, see, if she, was, if she was up here, I'd have gotten her to run you through the idea because it was a great idea. She really thought about it. She didn't have time to finish it because she'd thought such... Or to such detail for it that she didn't finish it in time, but but it was a probably well thought out thing. I think she should should send it through to Parker Brothers and uh, yeah. Do you do you remember growing up as a kid seeing this terrifying looking board game called Atmosphere? No, do tell. It was this terrifying. It was a an Australian horror video board game series. I'm trying right. to find a picture of it to send you so that you can understand what I'm what I'm saying. Ah, found it. This bugger of a game that just looked genuinely terrifying when you saw it on the shelf. It always struck fear into me. It seems like a seems kind of like I don't know, like like an a choose your own adventure board game. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's a DVD board game, and that seems terrifying. Okay, basically to describe it to you, there's a uh, what's his name in Star Wars? It looks somewhere between the Emperor and Ivan Ooze. <laughs> yeah, so when the Emperor goes bad and he's like all gross and kind of like lizard yep. looking, yeah, basically his face looks like that, just a little bit more purple. There's lightning bolts on the screen, and atmosphere is kind of written in kind of uh, medieval style um, writing. Yeah, yeah, that's a black background as well. Um, creepy. Very creepy. Very strange. Yeah. Did you ever uh, play... I don't know if you... Yeah, mm. yeah. No, you go. No, you can... no, no, no. Please, please, please. Oh, so kind. <laughs> Did you ever play Operation? Once. My neighbours had it. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah. The most kind of interaction I've ever had with Operation... Is oh, the, the buzzer mo- going the- off? No, that, I, by that I mean like the kind of my my best memories of Operation. I do remember that I played it, but were the com- well, was the TV commercial and the Simpsons when Homer Simpson's playing it, and it kind of goes. It's an it's an early version of it, so the electric shock is really intense and <laughs> really hurts him, and he's just sitting there going, "Mom," you know, it's when he's a child. But yeah, I, that's that's kind of my earliest memories. I love the fact that they actually made a Simpsons version of Operation where you operate on Homer. Really? That's yeah. fantastic. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, it exists. Lovely. And it's really cool. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Operation. Um, referring to the Simpsons quickly, yes. I do also remember once they had, I think they had a power outage or something like that on the Simpsons, and they were talking about they should sit around and play a board game. And they were rifling through their... their, their um, rifling? Yeah. They're searching through their board games and uh, naming them, calling them all out, just being like, should we play this one, this one, this one? And one they get to is Monopoly. And they're like, should we play um, regular Monopoly or Edna Crabopoly? Or... And they name <laughs> rattle off several different names. And I thought that was really clever. Well, funny story, in, in year four at school, um, towards the end of that year, my primary school was actually being renovated, um, which meant that during the summer holidays uh, at the end of year four, the classroom had to be stripped out entirely and stuff and, and um, toys and learning tools and all that that were in the classroom had to be kind of given away or thrown out, basically. So the last, I think, week or two of school was basically just sorting through the stuff in the classroom 
deciding who would have it and whether someone took it or, or had something thrown out. Um, I took one of those big kind of... Um, remember at school we had the giant dice, like the, the big kind of rubber kind of um, air-filled dice. Oh, yeah. Remember those sorts of things? Yep. And you I could remember. kind of ro- roll them on the floor. They were just something fun to make you kind of pay attention to what was going on a bit. I got one of those. I also got this little miniature wooden kind of outhouse looking thing looked a bit like Shrek's kind of outhouse and that was cool um yeah basically they didn't have a toilet in it it was just the little shed kind of thing it was cool um and the last thing I got was a game which we'd never played but it was called make your own opoly so it I've was, heard of this game yeah so it was I'm very very sorry to tell you that I never did anything with it and eventually had it thrown away because I just it sat there for about ten years in my room doing nothing, and I was quite the hoarder, so it had to go with a lot of the things that I was hoarding. But yeah, the game basically was it was a light blue box called Make Your Onopoly, yep. and on the inside it would have a big space where you could put a picture in, um, basically representing what you wanted the game to be in the Make Your Onopoly. You could paste something down over the name to make it whatever you wanted it to be. Um, and my idea for it was to make Edna Krabopoli. Uh, and, and you could, yeah, you could write down all the different tra- kind of um, train stations and or, or kind of stops and all the different kind of um, streets or place names, uh, as well as you could create your own chants and um, community chess cards as well. So it was, it was fantastic a game. I can't remember what the pieces were. Um, as in like the car and thimble and stuff like that. But I just, it was a great idea and I wish I'd kept it because what a fantastic thing. And what a great thing to even have as a giveaway present for our 100th episode. I might try and hunt one down just in case. We could have had Kent and the steering team Opoly. Exactly. Oh. But I'll try man. and hunt one down. <laughs> I will try and hunt one down for the 100th, in, in fact. It could be fun. Mm. Um, do you remember... The game of zany action, the crazy contraption, the fun is catching its mousetrap. That was really well done. I do remember ma- mousetrap. Now, uh, the only version of mousetrap I ever played was actually a Harry Potter version of mousetrap. So it wasn't called mousetrap. There's a Harry Potter basically, version of mousetrap? Uh, it wasn't mousetrap exactly, but it was the same. You could tell it was mousetrap. It was just same called basic something principle. Harry Potter theme. Yeah, except this time you had to move the golden snitch actually throughout a course. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, no, I remember remember Mousetrap, and and I always wanted Mousetrap, and I would, I remember the the one time I kind of came across actual Mousetrap, it was missing half its pieces, and I tried very hard to put it together to try and play it, and it was just me on my own, kind of in my friend's I think garage, and I just kind of started setting it up, and uh, <laughs> couldn't do it. I was very disappointed that it was missing half oh, the bit, bits and pieces. To my understanding, I've still got the full game. Okay, well, we're going to have to play Mousetrap when we, I return. We, we can play. We're going to have to do a board game night. I think so. Board game nights are fantastic, though. Again, yeah. as as I get older, I, I realize that, you know, the, the dream was always for me to have my family and kind of my parents' friends or family friends, I guess, yeah. you know, around to play board games. And as I get older, I realize that my parents, who used to do that anyway, when, when I wasn't around or when, when, you know, when they didn't have kids around, they could do that, and they did that, and they they loved doing that. And it, then it got h- harder as as kind of kids came along to try and orchestrate this thing because then their friends had kids, and then yeah, you know course. they had kids, and it was like it's time for them to go to bed. So that means we have to cut it short because then the kids will cry because we're not ending it. That kind of thing. Mm. Um, 
and then so they kind of lost touch with it and again we dabbled with it throughout my childhood and, and growing up um but it went away but i'm realizing as i get older that the point isn't to look back at it and be like i wish we still had that it's to make my own version of it make my own kind of night and the good thing is i have we call it boys night it's where like my friends and i get together and we hang out um every tuesday we get together um and hang out and it's kind of a routine it's been going on for several years now we just always get together and sometimes it's playing um not board games but you know play poker or you play uno or you play monopoly cards um the, the card game of monopoly um or you know, a, a childhood PlayStation game or Nintendo 64 or something like that, It, it I, I realize that it's up to me to, or up to us, as, as we all get older and if we are an adult, um, to... Steer it in that. Yeah, to, to make, it, make it that. And if you want to do it, do it. And that's why I think it's so good that you say we should do it. Because absolutely we should do it. We have friends that we know that would enjoy it and that are good company and fun to be around. And you can easily order some food or just have some you know, a couple of bowls of chips, some drinks there, you know, and sit down. Don't worry about the TV. Don't worry about your phones. I mean, you can worry about it. You can take pictures of it if you want to, but, you know, not be on your phone. Just enjoy. Yeah. The point is to be enjoy in that the moment. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so much fun and you just lose yourself and lose track of time so much because you're enjoying it so much. Um, again, when, when we talk about card games on a future episode, you know, things like Spoons, which is such a, kind of childish game but so fun the fact that it, it depends on it's just so much fun to be in the moment if you don't know spoons i'll explain it really quickly basically you all have cards um there's a card pile at the start and the one person picks up the first card discards it passes it along basically the aim is to get four of a kind of a card so basically the full suite so you want to be able to have you know two of clubs hearts spades and diamonds basically if you have all of them you put it down what you don't know is whether someone else has it and someone else is also trying to build to get the twos. And and so what happens basically is you pick up a card, you pass along, or you change your mind halfway through and go instead, nah, forget it, I've got two threes here and just one two. Flick the two off, I've got another three kind of thing. And do that. And the aim is when you finally get four of a kind, you have spoons, one less spoon than the number of people there. And you very carefully and slowly try to reach for a spoon and because you're so engrossed in looking down at your cards, you're not aware that a spoon's missing. And eventually someone catches on and you slowly try and move the spoon. And you either get two outcomes. <laughs> Suddenly a spoon's gone and everyone realizes there's a spoon gone and dives at it and it makes a complete mess of the table. Or um, what happens is you uh, end up with one person at the end there just slowly passing a card along, not realizing that there's no spoons left and they look like a complete idiot because they're just sitting there in their own world. And uh, basically, if you lose, you write down an S. If you lose again, you write down a P. And basically, you're out if you end up spelling spoons on your um, hand. Uh, and it's a bit like Harry Potter, the style of like you get punished for losing the game and you have spoon written on you. So it's a really good game like that. And it's not a board game, but it's kind of a card game with interaction. And in it's, some ways that's what card ga- that's what board games are. It's it's a a game that has an interaction with with kind of a, a an object in the middle. It takes me back to um back to rainy days at school and definitely school camps. School mm-hmm. camps yeah. we always played spoons. It was the go to it's such a, it's funny even as an adult like some people go oh let's play let's play poker or something like that or 
you know, let's play blackjack or let's let's play, yeah. I don't know, anything. But there's nothing like Spoons is such an enjoyable, funny game to watch the reaction of people. It is, and and it's yeah, like it's when you yeah. see someone realize they're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or even the dive when you know when you have two people less left and there's one spoon left, and you just see people just suddenly go bang and dive at the table. It's fantastic to watch. It's it's a great thing. And again, it's it's part of that kind of it's board game culture. It's it's creating the again. It's called board game night. You know, you have this kind of gathering of friends. You have a laugh. You play some games. You have a drink, um, or you have some food or whatever. It's just enjoyable, and I think that it needs to come back. And it ne- I think it needs to be a staple part of life, and not enough people do it. Again, people are involved with consoles. I play console games. People play, play PC games, blah, 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 blah. We'll get into and that discussion. And they play with their friends online. On another episode. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And because it is such an amazing thing as well. But yeah. to have people around and hang out like that is so important, I think. So I think it's definitely a necessary part. Because board games are fan fantastic at doing that bringing people together oh without a doubt yeah uh and actually drew looking at the time yes. brings me to the idea that maybe we should uh award the 98th sick kent of the week of course if you would like to be on the show you go into the running of winning sick kent of the week so if you'd like to be on the show make sure you reach out to us on our facebook page our instagram page um email us or comment on the soundcloud or uh leave us a five-star review with suggesting that you'd like to be on the show um also you could just go and reach out to us directly um and yeah you go into the running for sick kent of the week of course though this week's sick kent of the week is board game related yes scrabble, scrabble can't be scrabble. the winner <laughs> Sarah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know I do, who to give I, it to. I, I do know who to give it to, actually. I, okay. I'm actually pretty set on it, um, because it's the most appropriate. The winner, I believe, should be the Parker Brothers. When you say that, I was actually, that was my kind of backup. I don't know what to give it to. Yeah, okay, certainly. Parker Brothers, you were the, this week's sequel of the week. The reason being that Parker Brothers gave us Monopoly, they gave us Cluedo, mm-hmm. they gave us Trivial Pursuit... And while there are other game, uh, board game companies out there looking at you, Crown and Andrews, but um, Parker Brothers is just this this core thing of childhood of knowing it on the label of those particular games that we remember so well. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, definitely. I mean, when you think of a board game, you automatically go to something like scrabble cluedo or monopoly they're kind of the big three you're gonna look at um yeah hmm. the fact that you don't see the parker brothers logo anymore but you still know that it is them yeah exactly their their brands kind of shifted into the the brands of their board games yeah um yeah exactly uh i think that they've been so integral integral uh a part of saying they but it was it was George S. Parker. <laughs> he didn't have a brother? I'm just trying to read about it now. <laughs> Parker founded his game company. Oh, his brother Charles joined the business and they changed the name. Okay. 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 That happened So afterwards. Parker Brothers. Okay. Makes sense now. Okay. Interesting. to be there. 
Well, he, they, them, it, the company, um, brought us uh, classics and yes. also is kind of the, 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 the grandparent of the board game world. It's the godfather of the, the, the board game world, I guess. So, yeah, that's very fitting, I think, that they get it. Yeah. Hmm. Easy. Excellent. Parker Brothers, Sick Cant of the Week, number Absolutely. 98. Episode 98, that's it. You're the 98th winner. Um, I'm getting nervous. Are of you? course. It's so close. Yes, because I, yeah, well, I want 100 to be good. <laughs> yes, I'm terrified that it will just be us rambling. <laughs> no, we'll get there. I, I, yeah, I, I think I think it's important that we take a look back down memory lane of, yeah. a, of 99 episodes when we get there. So, yeah, it, yeah. I guess we're going to reflect on a lot of rambling, but hopefully we won't ramble ourselves. Um Agreed. Yeah, but otherwise, that that's 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 ninety eight. That's ninety eight. We have ninety nine to go, and uh, then, Hundy. So uh, yeah, let's see what happens next week. I guess. Indeed, and uh, for one of the last times, I can now hear DJ Quads uh, signing in with us again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There he is uh, with another absolute classic, of course. Um, if you haven't noticed, we've been going back and kind of chiming into some past ones, trying to speak quickly here while he goes on. Um, trying to bring back some classics because we're getting close to the 100 so i thought it'd be nice or we thought it'd be nice to do that um but anyway thank you drew thank, thank you, you to Phil. myself thank you very much um until next week yep Mm-hmm.